Pointing, the home of Boston sports news, and your host, Alex Lutowski. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Pinpointed Sports. We are going to be talking what transpired here in the NFL this past weekend, especially with the Pats. So let's go. Yes, yes! What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Pinpointed Sports. I'm your host, Alex Lazowski. Check us out, pinpointedsports.com. That's where our podcasts are posted. Lazowski one on Twitter, Pinpointed Sports, Insta. Once again, check us out on all those social medias. And let's get into today's podcast. Whole lot of stuff happened this weekend in the NFL. And the biggest story, without a doubt, the New England Patriots losing 27-24 to the Miami Dolphins. Now, this is probably the biggest upset we've seen based on the point spread in over 15 to 20 years. The Patriots had a 17-point favorite against the Dolphins in Foxborough. Dolphins were 4-11, Pats 12-3. Seemed like an easy game for the Patriots. And somehow, they really... Got wrecked. I mean, but not by a huge amount, not by a huge difference of score. But they really played awful. And it's so embarrassing to watch that game because the Dolphins were one of the worst teams in the league. The Miami Dolphins had quarterback issues in the beginning. Their defense allows the most points. And I mean, there should be no issue for the Patriots to secure a first round bye and the second best seed in the AFC. But what happens is now the Pats go to the third seed, have to play in a wildcard weekend, which they haven't done in 10 years, and every time they've played in a wildcard game, they've lost in that playoff run. So now they're going to have to play at Tennessee, at home, albeit, but Tennessee, a very good running team. Derrick Henry is a rushing title leader this year. Ryan Tannehill has played excellent. And this defense isn't to be taken lightly. And they have Mike Vrabel, who's a very good head coach. And then if the Pats somehow scrape by them and somehow escape Tennessee at home, you got to go to Kansas City again. And I'll tell you what. Kansas City Chiefs are better than they were last year, and the Patriots are worse than they were last year. Then if you somehow beat Kansas City Chiefs, you got to go to freaking Baltimore. And Baltimore is just on a whole other level, which I don't even think the Pats can even compete with. But let me go through what happened here on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. Number one thing, Pats had no real urgency in any of that game. It was coached poorly. Brady played one of his worst games I've seen in a long time. Defense was horrible. Offense had no consistency. Everything just went poorly. Brady threw 200 yards, 200-some 20 yards, at a 50-yard bump with Dorsett. So if you didn't have that, 170. Pathetic. Two touchdowns, I'll give him that one, was to a wide-open Landon Roberts, a linebacker. So, I mean, that was kind of literally like a trick play. That's literally what you have to do when you're the Pats offense and Tom Brady and then 
He had a pick six, which is just a horrendous throw. He floated a ball right to the defensive player in between two Pats receivers. Couldn't even connect with any of them. It was a simple little five-yard toss. And Brady, it just sickens how bad he played. Now, of course, you can say that, yeah, he doesn't have any offensive pieces, yada, 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 but he's playing the freaking Dolphins. Bengals were putting up major points against the Dolphins last uh, last time they played. I mean, it's not hard to put up 30 against the Dolphins. So, Pats had success, had a great success running the football early on and had great stretchers in their drives, but they had no consistency. First time they went on offense, three and out. It's like, nice, great. Very productive. Josh McDaniels and the New England Patriots. And then... You let Miami drive. They get a field goal. And then Brady throws a pick six, 10-0. Miami played beautifully in the first half, only gave, uh, in the first quarter, only gave Pats two, three minutes of the ball. They held the ball for the entire first quarter. And then what's even worse is Pats had a couple of good drives. They got a field goal, then they got a touchdown. And that first field goal, they were in the red zone. They should have scored there too. I mean, it was, it's just not really great play calling in the end zone. They couldn't get it in on three, four strikes. And they had to kick a field goal. The next drive, they they uh, they brought it down and they scored, thank God. But, and then they got the Miami Dolphins a three and out with a minute 40 to go before the half ends. And this is where coaching just becomes a very interesting move by Bill Belichick because you have two timeouts, a 141 left, and Bill doesn't call a timeout. Bill lets Brian Flores and the Dolphins run the clock down to almost a minute. And then Brian punts it. He brings out the punting team. And it was a great move by Brian Flores again, letting that clock run down. But for some reason, Bill Budger doesn't have any trust in the offense to go down the field. All he needed was 30, 40 yards, and you got in field goal range. I mean, it's a disgrace. Patriots get the ball with a minute left. They run two run plays and run out the clock, and boom, you're going to kick it to Miami after into the uh, third quarter. Now, it's just stupid. Now, people account to the last game against the Bills where the Patriots had about a minute 30 left, and they ran a couple plays but eventually had a punt, and then the Bills scored a touchdown. So, if Bill's looking at the Bills... And saying, all right, well, if for some reason we, we don't want to take the risk here and give Miami the ball back and, and have them score. Well, are you kidding? I'd rather give the Pats and the Brady the ball before the half, opportunity to score, and have your defense, who's number one points per game, allowed points per game. Number one defense, pro football focus ranks it. Number one. And you're worried about Miami Dolphins scoring on you at the end of the half? You're worried about Buffalo scoring anyway at the end of the half? And what's and what's transpiring now is people are starting to realize this pass defense ain't anything special. And I was kind of on that train earlier on the season where I was like, hold on, guys. This Pats defense might not be what you guys are proclaiming it to be. Number one in the league, most turnovers taken away. One of the best defense we've seen in decades. Totally wrong. Because, as we've seen in the past couple of weeks, haven't been able to get much pass rush against the quarterback. Haven't gotten many turnovers. Not giving short field to the offense. 
not really creating many three and outs. They are the best third down team in the league. And by that, I mean the opposing offenses have the worst percentage on third down against the defense of the New England Patriots. So the Pats have their stats defensively, but so far they have not been up to the challenge. Stephon Gilmore got burned yes, uh, on, Saturday, on Sunday by Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker, great wide receiver. He's finally showing up after a couple years of learning the system and trying to become that number one NFL receiver. Got in a contract extension, two, three years. Good for him. But Gilmore again. Didn't hear much from Gilmore about trash talk on Sunday. So, all of a sudden now, you're looking at this pass defense, you're like, wait a second. End of the game. The Pats are driving, score a touchdown, take the lead, 24-21. 24-20, excuse me. And the Miami Dolphins have four to five minutes left on the clock. They go 13 plays over 70 yards down the field, score on the New England Patriots for, with 24 seconds left. And I am watching this game, and I am in awe. I am beside myself because I'm starting to realize that this Pats defense, this Pats team overall sucks. No urgency for some reason whatsoever, and there's so much on the line. The first round bye. You would have had a much better chance beating Kansas City at home to get to the AFC Conference game AFC Championship game, sorry, than to play in Kansas City again. And the difference is the Pats' offense is worse. They have no Gronk. They have no mismatch. So you're relying on Edelman to get open, but if he gets double covered, you're struggling to get other wide receivers open. Their only saving hope on offense is if Brady really takes it up to another level, which I highly doubt he can at this age, or it's Nikhil Harry being uh, somehow a wide receiver number one who... I mean, you drafted him in the first round for a reason. And he's starting to play a little bit better. He's getting, he's playing much more snaps each game. Getting the ball targeted and thrown to more. So there's promise in that. But you, you're not going to be able to compete with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes in their stadiums under the headlights with that kind of offense. The defense has been shaky at best. They're letting teams drive down, scoring on them in the most important key drives of the games. Where's that defensive stand? They're the best cornerbacks in the league. They call them the best secondary in the league, New England Patriots defense. Well, I didn't see it on Sunday. Now, we can be a little, we could be extremely skeptical. We could be extremely nervous. We can be extremely angry at the Patriots for how badly they played, especially in the last game of the season. They lost to... Miami Dolphins last year as well. And you could say that loss was even worse than this loss. So the past last year had five losses. They weren't a spectacularly good team, and they somehow came back and won the Super Bowl. Last year, I believe, though, the teams were much, much worse talent-wise compared to this year. And secondly, I think the Pats still had Brady playing at a pretty good level and many more offensive pieces. So now the question is going to be who's going to step it up at the right time? Kyle Van Noy comes out yesterday uh, and uh, excuse me today with a uh, with a statement to the reporter saying this is our chance to go on a revenge tour. 
into the playoffs. Now, the Pats do have this. They Again, they have the best coach in the league. They have the best system in the league. They're the most organized. They're the most detailed-oriented. They're the most... They're one of the most hardworking teams in the league. You still have the mo- probably the clutchest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. And you, you still have the number one ranked defense. So it's not like they have nothing. And what's good for them is you're playing one game at a time. Now, again, you can use that philosophy for the whole regular season, but this is where it gets tight. Cold weather. Games come down to a play. Every single drive. What happens? Everybody gets tight, nervous. This is where the Pats usually excel because they've been here so many times before. So, I'm not knocking them out. I don't think they're going to lose shamelessly against the Titans, and I think they'll put up a good fight against other teams, let's say if they play the Kansas City Chiefs or the Baltimore Ravens. But it's going to be interesting if they can bring that kind of mentality because Lamar Jackson's new in the playoffs. Last year, he got benched, didn't play well. And then Patrick Mahomes has become more and more has gotten more and more experience as this is now another year into the playoffs as he had a crucial loss last year to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. So there's a bunch of people now and a bunch of good players, good teams that have gotten better since last year. And Pats have to deal with that as well. But it's a matter of can the Patriots somehow find this beacon of light that they need. Last year, they were able to do it because they were able to run the ball and play solid defense. They had Gronkowski. They had their whole offensive line healthy. They were able to run down the throats of teams, and AFC was weak defensively. Many teams struggled against the run. But this year, you have the Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans. You have Baltimore Ravens. Great run defense teams. And this year, Patriots for some reason, can't get the run game going. Their offensive line has struggled. David Andrews, again, went down with the injury. They've been a makeshift line all year long. Brady, for some reason, he's had injury problems all year, but can't get going. He looks like he's actually 42 years old. And this comes to beg the question, is this the end of the dynasty? Because Belichick doesn't want Brady anymore. He, If he wanted Brady, he would have re-signed him to another year. Why keep all this hypothetical questioning? Oh, like, uh, we don't want to sign Brady. Like, maybe we'll wait after the offseason. He has huge skepticism of signing Brady. He wanted to get rid of Brady a long time ago for Jimmy Garoppolo. And look at Jimmy Garoppolo now. First place in the NFC with the 49ers playing great football. And it's easy now to say, oh, you know, Jimmy was the better option back then. Bill Belichick's always right. Brady took him to three Super Bowls, one, two, after they traded Jimmy G. So, the question is, can Brady step up to a level with wide receivers he doesn't fully trust, with an offense that isn't fully capable of putting up 30 a game, on the road, nonetheless, with confidence that I don't even think is very high right now. They didn't play very confidently against the Dolphins, And the most ironic thing is, they had one of their best games the week before against the Bills. Brady in the offense played beautifully. He had one of his highest completion percentage games, and the total offense, running and passing attacks, were very solid. 
Now this comes back to question again. Will the Patriots come through in the playoffs? I'll talk more about the NFL wildcard games later in the week, my predictions, and what's going to happen. But scary times here in New England. Once again, thank you guys for listening. That is Pinpointed Sports. We're talking all of Boston sports every week. Give you little updates. Check us out again at pinpointsports.com where this podcast will be posted. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Later.